Hello, my friends, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and this week we are at episode number 46, and we're in season number two. The title of this episode is Gifts from God, Step Number Three, Part Two Trust. So, we kind of ended up last episode with me explaining to you or reminding you about this little exercise that back in the day they used to have, and maybe they still do it, and I'll bet they do, it's, it's pretty graphic, that two people stand and one pe- person, one of them falls backwards and the other one uh, catches them. And it's all about trust and for that person that's falling backward to trust that that person in back of them would will catch them. And as I ended the last episode, I thought this is how we need to trust God, certainly at that level, and a heck of a lot more important than, you know, if that person behind us maybe messes up and misses us and, and we fall to the ground, it's it's going to be scary, but it's not going to be life-threatening, probably. But this trusting God we're talking about is life-threatening and life-saving. Because I feel as if I don't trust in God, if I allow my ego to have control, or if I allow its little pal rationalization to convince me to do things that are good for my humanity, let's say, well, I really believe that that could be a matter of life and death. If not physical life and death, it could be a matter of spiritual life and death. Now, I wrote in the description for this episode, and don't forget, you can always check at your podcast site or go to my uh, podcast original site and read the descriptions for these podcasts. But for this one, I wrote in the description that a pretty good definition that I found for the word trust. It is as follows. A firm, get that, a firm belief in the reliability, the truth, and the ability or strength of someone or something. And in the description, I ended that with the word God in brackets because that's where all of my trust really lies. I almost think that the biggest word in there for me is the word, the first word, firm. Because I have to have, in order for my relationship with God, who I've come to believe in as a result of the second step, and have come to find out that I need as a result of the first step, well, for that to work well, I need to trust that what I think God is trying to do to direct my life is reliable. I have to have an absolute firm conviction that what I think God is trying to tell me to do is the right thing. I have to be able to allow what I believe 
the truth is that I'm listening for from God, I have to allow that to be able to override my ego. I have to allow that to override my tendency to rationalize and to make things okay for me to do, even though I know that it's not something that God would want me to do. So let's think about making that decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. How do I know, and this is a big one, my friends, how do I know exactly what it is God would have me do? How do I know if I'm listening when I'm listening to my spirit? How do I know I'm not listening to my ego? Or how do I know that that whatever I'm listening to isn't a form of rationalization to try to have me get my own way or my own human way? I don't think you're going to like the answer, folks. I don't know. And I guess this is part of where trust comes in. I believe it's a very, very fine line. I believe that no matter how much God directs us, in whatever way he directs us, it's a very fine line for us to be able to discern what is God's will and what is our will. If any of you pray the Our Father prayer, you know that one of the lines in there is, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. You heard that, right? And in this step, turn our will and our lives over to the care of God. So I don't think there's any question about what I should do. The difficulty comes when I'm on the fence and I don't know what to do. Now, I've mentioned before in my podcast, and I've mentioned it when I've been writing, that I never in my life, that, that if I'm honest, I don't believe I have ever done something that, let's say, was not the right way to behave, that somewhere inside of me, and I'm going to call it my spirit, Maybe it's my spirit reaching out to my soul. I don't know. But I've never done anything like that, that I didn't know somewhere inside what the right thing would have been to do. Why didn't I do the right thing if I didn't? I didn't do the right thing because my ego or my rationalization overpowered that small voice in me that said, Chuck, you're not doing this right. You are hurting someone else. You are hurting yourself. I'm trying to reach you and to, to let you know that you should be doing this in a different way. But most of the time back then, I chose to do it my way. And this is where we get to another huge, huge word I think, in this spiritual program, and that's the word choice. I think in this step where it says, I made a decision, could just as easily be translated to, I made a choice. 
And I think in every single situation that comes up where I'm trying to listen for what God wants me to do, it is a choice. He gave us freedom of choice. And as a little side here, my friends, uh, again, I, I do not like to get into like theology or religion or anything like that. However, we all think about it. And the way I've thought about our beginnings, and let's take a look, for instance, at maybe the Adam and Eve story. I think what happened there, I really believe this. I liken the snake or the, the that tempter to my ego. I think that in the Garden of Eden, if there ever was such a place, who knows, I think everything was going very smoothly. And let's say God said, hey, don't eat anything from that tree. Uh, that's the only rule. That's it. The snake said, oh, if you do eat that, God doesn't want you to eat that because then you'll be as good as him. And, well, you know. So anyway, as being human, as we probably normally would even today, we ate the fruit. And I think that God, the result was that God came back and said, okay, I asked you not to eat that. But now that you have, you have made that choice. And I am going to give you the ability from now on, forever and ever, to always make a choice. I would sincerely, lovingly, want you to choose me. I would want you to choose what I would be happy with you doing. But from now on, you always have the possibility of making the other choice, the human choice, the choice to feel good, the choice to get more power, the cho choice to get more money. Whatever that choice might be, you can either do that or you can choose, and I will always somewhere in your being let you know, give you a feeling of what that correct choice should be. If you're not positive, if you're not sure, I would like you to trust. I would like you to think and know that I will never give you this inkling of what the right thing is to do without making it for your benefit. I will never do anything that will hurt you. Always, if you make that choice, the choice toward me, then you will be better off for that. Then you will share in my love for eternity. Now here's my sticking point, and <laughs> I've heard different forms of this uh, this story or this this what would you call it, proposition or whatever. But my question has always been, what happens, God, if I make the wrong choice? I mean, I know after years of working these 12 steps that my spirit is always right there, always knocking, always trying to get me to listen to it. But what happens if I keep saying no? What if I don't say that eternal yes to God or to my spirit. In my mind, there should be or must be consequences. 
In my mind, the person who constantly says no to God, the person, and let's take it to the extreme, who might who might kill and maim and take pleasure in hurting people and look out only for their own good, in my mind, if that person doesn't change, if that person doesn't listen to their spirit at some point before they die, in my mind, it would be unfair. Or why would they go eventually to the same place where if I'm following the rules that I might go? So I know a lot of us don't like to follow that or listen to that that argument. but And I haven't gotten an answer, believe me, folks. I really don't know. Uh, and But I've always had this feeling that as perfect as God is, and he's all loving, I have always had this feeling that somewhere in God there is a sense of loss, a sense of sadness when some of us don't make the right choices. But all I can do now <laughs> is trust. Trust that I'm doing the right thing. Trust that I'm trying to follow what God wants me to do. I'm sorry I've gone a little longer than normal on this episode. Uh, next time, I'll be talking about step four and the gift of honesty. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.